0: So there's something that I had in um, my mind pretty much from the summertime um, and at the close of the last academic year. So obviously we've all kind of experienced this pandemic um, and what it's kind of brought to light for me um, is just how fast um, kids are being expected to grow up. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking of kind of our own experiences of childhood and stuff. And I know like people will just to blame social media but I think mm-hmm. as educators I think we have like our duty and our obligations in want well to make sure that children are able to kind of be children as well as possible um, mm-hmm. so it, it kind of just triggered me wanting to bring this kind of discussion to everyone to see what our thoughts are so in terms of what we understand childhood innocence to be I feel like that's not being at the forefront of how schools are trying to educate kids anymore um, and I just feel like the more that we're just really trying to throw them into the world, the less they're getting a chance to be children or expecting to be adults before their time. Um so I, I don't know what you guys think about that.
1: Hmm. Uh, I mean I can only I can only contrast that with how I grew up as a child and you know, my development from a child to a to an adult. And um, when I was in school, um, as far as I can remember, when I was in in secondary school, there weren't really that much, um, that that much education on, you know, growing up and society and the social, on the social side of things. uh, When I was, you know, in in secondary school, I feel like um, the way the best, based on where society is going and how things are quickly developing, I feel I think that what schools are trying to do is trying to, you know, force different society conformities on kids now, which is forcing them to grow up quicker than they should be. I don't feel I feel like kids should be allowed to be kids. And I feel like some of the topics that obviously we're seeing developing in today's society is because kids are glued to their phones, they're glued to social media. And they're learning and they're seeing things anyway without even being taught these things. So they're taking their own conclusions from what they're seeing on the TV or on their phones on social media. So I feel like I think like what the schools are trying to do is they're trying to harness it and trying to you know teach them how they feel like school, um, you know kids should be taught you know at that at their age. But I feel I feel like it's um it's gonna it's gonna be a battle. To, to try and uh, you know, encourage kids to still be kids, despite the fact that all their surroundings, you know, they've been told or they've been you know, to, you know, challenged to you know, um, look at how society is run and things like that. So yeah. it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a difficult one, th- th- this one. I think it's very interesting, but I think it's, 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 it's gonna be a constant battle to keep kids, to try and make a child still be a child today, especially in, in our society.
2: I completely, completely agree with you. I think as kids have more technology, more advancements in social media, et cetera, they are exposed to so much more and sometimes too soon before you can even get there first. So then it's yeah. more about guiding them into knowing what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, what they can be vulnerable to if they're exposed to things. I mean, even playing video games, you know, you don't know who mm. you're talking to on the other side. You're susceptible to grooming. Um, if someone's it's buying things on the street, that could eventually lead to them trying to get you to county lines and stuff like that so they're exposed to so much more that we it's almost left no choice but to educate as to what the dangers are mm. of the world um Absolutely. yeah so it's kind of you know getting that balance it, like
3: even I feel that I'm so happy I, I grew up in the 90s and not now
0: yep. yeah
3: yeah me too, me Having too. A, <laughs> and I still that because. Don't get me wrong. It's not, I'm not trying to paint a picture that everything was perfect and there, and there were no issues. That there was no such thing as grooming or there was no such thing as peer pressure and whatever. I'm not trying to say that at all. But I feel like I genuinely had a chance to be a child. I genuinely mm-hmm. had. Like, I didn't. I didn't have to. I didn't feel like I had to grow up too fast. Like I'm seeing girls now. Right. I'm coming year seven, year eight, and you have, you want to have a 22 inch weave, right? I mean, your hair, your hair. You're free. No, no. I'm, I'm not a big. Too, though. Like you express yourself with your hair. Yes, that's fine, but. I, when I was in year 7 year 8 you had your cute little hairstyle your mom might little flick you know, your it. the ends of your hair a little bit you had the little
2: bubbles you know you used to flick mm-hmm. your hair down. Still like, had your innocence yeah. now they have eyelashes nails. now, now they like, wow that was more of a commodity eyelashes. once you got older like, we mm. don't have
3: to do that you don't have to do that when you're a child
1: or yeah. you don't have to mm. add, like to
3: your grown. like you are going yeah. to get there eventually what is the rush yeah. now Because what is social media media
2: telling them? That's
1: That's That's right. That's what social
2: media is. It's what they're exposed to. Everyone feels like they need to have everything by a certain age. And they're putting pressure on themselves as well. And, you know, especially now when you ask them what they want to do, they're like, oh, an influencer or a YouTuber and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves to look away.
1: When I was in school, I don't know about you guys, but when I, I was in school, it was. It was so good for, for someone to be an individual. It was like, that was praise. Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're doing your, your, you know, you've got your own style. You know, you're not following this other person. That was praise. But now it's like anything they see on social media, they have to copy. Like a year seven will come into school and maybe come into school with a slick skirt. Why, have, why is that year seven coming to school with a slick skirt? Because they, she's seen it on social media or... One of the A seven boys the other day, he he came into school with a you know a, a slit eyebrow. He even came into school with, do you know those like, crossy, those those cross earrings? I don't know if you see them. Yeah, like he
0: came this year seven.
1: Raw, wow, came the dangly school. one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he came into school like that, he, and it, it you know I'm sure he saw that on social media and thought it was cool. But is he a seven, se- no, sorry, you're eight kid. You're in your eight. And you've come into school like that. So I just feel like, the, you know, the pressure, the things that are sitting around, this, the setting the environment is playing a massive role in how they are presenting themselves in school. Um, so, yeah, massive, massive, massive issue there, I feel.
0: I think the reason I asked um, the question in particular um, is that what a lot of us probably might have seen as well during um, lockdown and especially like teaching from home and having conversations with parents as well, is that what some parents, what what I think some parents realised who were kind of being more attentive to what their children were learning because they were having to take them through the curriculum is one, is this actually what the kids are learning at home? And number two, um, some parents started to feel reticent about sending their kids to school because they felt like the education that they were being given was, number one, like, too beyond their years. Um, Mm. Even though, yes, they are seeing things online, and I don't dispute that, it's the fact that a year seven student or year eight student, or even down to, like, the primary level, if you actually look at what some of the kids are learning in primary school now, there's actually not that much difference to what they would be learning in year nine and year ten. And Mm. I feel like that's wrong. I feel like the fact that they are just being kind of oh well we're, yeah we're, we're putting it down to this is the world and this is what they're this is what they're going to have to navigate and deal with at the same mm. time what is the point of us telling a student at year five or year six um about like so much extensive detail about drugs mm. and all of that stuff when I, what we're doing bad. is we're actually putting that that those thoughts in their brain as well um, we're not actually having like conversations about it with them and, and purposeful conversations uh. I think it's the purposeful nature of the conversations, which I really want to kind of like emphasize.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then it, I think it comes down to many factors. Then I think you've got to look at the parents then, because if you're that, if you're say in year seven or even younger than that, right? Kids are already, like kids as young as year six, year five, you can have mobile phones. They do. Do parents put child locks on these phones? Do parents check what, these, what their kids are going through? So it almost is, is, is then the job of the teachers then to now teach them right from wrong. And think that's too much emphasis on, on our jobs as it is and that could become overwhelming anyway. So what are the parents doing? What's society doing? Where, where is the censorship when it comes to social media? because there isn't any censorship when it comes to social media. There's so many things that kids can get access to and there is no restrictions on them from social media. So why is it now that the teachers, going back to what you're saying, then why is it so, you know, yes, we have a duty to teach the the curriculum, but why, why is the emphasis now solely on the teachers now to basically educate them on how to navigate through life on how to you know navigate through some of these like topics these interesting topics that an adult i would say you know would, would would be discussing so i think there's a number of factors there that's contributing to why we have the emphasis now on teachers teaching some of these kids the, you know the, the right from wrong i
0: think it's been yeah, literacy think- Computer literacy, online literacy, and that's the thing that mm. is like if we look at the generations that are now moving forward, um, that literacy isn't was it never had to be there in the first place, and now people are having to either learn on the fly, and parents are not necessarily always prepared to learn on the fly because of the busy nature of their own lives as well, um, mm. and I think that's why it's in the drastic extreme for some people, for some parents. That they've had discussions with me about is just like, well, I'm just going to homeschool my child. I'm going to keep them at home. Um, that's what some people are deciding to do just because. And, and the homeschooling movement has actually grown a lot during the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Mm. I've noticed that as well. There's a lot of people inquiring about how to homeschool their children as a result of, of that. So I think that's something to note down.
3: So, do people think that homeschool
2: is the answer to?
3: Ensuring that children have maintained their childhood innocence. I think some of yeah, it is I think down it's
0: to a like.
2: combination of that, isn't
0: yeah. it? It's that and mental health, that sort of thing. I think it's the, the things that have been triggered because of the lockdown, the things that have been unlocked in children because of the lockdown. It's like James said um, before, like a lot of these kids are living with trauma that we don't see, um, things that we don't necessarily know about as well. And I think um, the, the, the innocence, we, as we know it before, it's like, oh, yeah, these kids know about um, basic things like, oh, this, like Disney books, um, things that are like, that, you, that we are, grew accustomed to doing and seeing in the 90s or, or, or in our earlier childhood because we were kind of exposed to things that children would consume, things that stereotypically children would be able to like, deal with or access. These children are being fast-tracked past that. Um, they're not consuming the things that I would say children should also consume because that lays the groundwork for them to be able to understand what James is saying right and wrong. And before we even get them to start grappling with right and wrong, and some adults even struggle with that, we're moving them onto the harder concepts. So. That's what I think mm. is.
3: I'm going to say something. It's yeah. Something that you just said that made me think. Like You know, when we were kids, right? Okay, let me just kind of think. When we were kids, we had shows like Sister, Sister, Keenan and Kel, Cousin, yeah. Yeah, You like- know, all these like tea, like from childhood into teen years, right? But now mm-hmm. I don't feel like the kids have that. They've gone from. They don't. Cartoons, like, a they've, they've gone from cartoons to like like Pepper Pig to power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: There's no you know in i am mean? definitely and, noticed and, that. And those shows were instrumental.
3: Yeah, that's, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. it's not. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm an adult, I watch Power, cool. But what I'm trying to yeah. say is that I don't feel like there's that, that middle gap anymore where you used to have kind mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper, That's So Raven, yeah. High School Musical, or any of those like teenager stuff, childhood teenager yeah. stuff, until you kind of, okay, now I'm an adult, I can watch the, you know, when I'm older, my brain can actually understand what's going on here. Is it, like, you know, I used to have kids that are in year eight, year nine. Mitch, did you, Mr. George Power last night? I'm like, Ooh. What do you mean that I watched Power last night? Why are you in your oh, wow. seven, year eight watching Power? Like, yeah, what happened to Nickelodeon and Disney Channel? Yep,
0: mm, exactly. Like, I feel like that, yeah.
3: Exactly. yeah we, I had a childhood in that respect, but I mean, they, I, feel, I feel like they're just they've bypassed that, they've just gone past you know the the, the greats like Meet Moesha and Kenan and Kel and exactly. Sister, sister they have just gone to yeah, Power,
1: exactly. Like what Zeke said, that they are being fast tracked, that's what's happening, they are being fast tracked to almost adulthood. At their early age, you know, I I just think there's so many factors. Like, I I don't even know if homeschooling is the answer because you can homeschool a child, but they'll still find loopholes in finding ways to look at social media or finding ways to look at certain other things. You know, the kid will go out. I'm sure they'll still would have to step outside. When you step outside, what environment are your are you raising your kids in? You know, there's going to be, there might be some interesting characters, maybe around the shop area that your child might go and get milk from. Things like that. They pick up things. There's going to be so many loopholes. So I, I don't know if, if, if homeschooling is the answer. I just feel like there needs to be some real thought in actually t- bringing up, raising our kids and developing our kids at the age bracket that they are in. And rather than fast tracking them by the, the you know exposing them to so many environments of so, social media and things like that just just steady raise them up steadily that's what i would say raise them up steadily let them, let them at their age yeah go ahead
3: like okay i hear you and i agree with you but if mm. if the child is not getting it from in the home when they go outside mm. they'll find it so when they mm. get around their friends when they get around other people they'll be exposed to it anyway oh you don't have a phone you don't have instagram that's fine you can go into your friend's instagram you can go and see what mm. they're doing on you can find out what yeah. they're doing on snapchat and so on so even if mm. parents do put a censorship or parental controls on x y and z i feel like yeah. at where they're at an age when you're in secondary school okay i'm no more in primary so i'm no more that young and i'm no i'm not that old but i'm i can i'm in that stage of my life where I'm starting to get exposed to things, I'm curious about a lot of things. I can research it. Yeah. Like we well, we never had goo. I thought we had like ask G's or something like that. remember we had dialogue. We had dialogue internet, but we had Ask G's and G didn't know yeah. everything. Now you've got Google <laughs> <I> know <laughs> you that knows everything. G's
1: G's it was an imposter.
3: Yeah, we had Jeeves, the little butler, doing his thing on the side of the page. Yeah, now we've got I um, remember. Google. You've got everything on Google. You can, you know, even if you don't have a Twitter or Instagram account, you can still find out what's going on. Even if you're not on yeah. Snapchat, someone will screenshot a video and send it to you. Smartphones, yeah. like, is giving you access to everything you need without leaving your house. I don't even have to be in, in another country for me to be able to see <laughs> what's going on in that country. So these kids are yeah. going to see... Everything, regardless they would of what see
1: everything, yeah. They would, well, they would see, see, I, I
3: get scared about that because when I become a mother one day, I'm like, I don't want to be too strict on my children because I want them to have a childhood so badly or, or protect their childhood innocence that they now, when they go outside, they go crazy and like yeah. they want to do the wild stuff because I've had such a tight rein on them. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think in the day and age, trying to find that fine balance is difficult because if you do not parent your child. The outside world will parent your child for you.
1: Yeah,
0: that's
1: yeah, it's, the, it's difficult because cool. of the way. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because of the way life is right now, you know. And mm. these money make these money making technological companies are what's causing it. They will create some type of innovation that kids will latch onto, and suddenly we've got kids learning about X, Y, Z at, at 12 years old, 13 years old. Like, look at TikTok.
2: TikTok's I was just everything. about to say that. Yeah, TikTok University. What? But a lot of the things that yes, they're learning, you, so you, cannot, you know, look at the crate challenge and stuff like that. There's young people that are susceptible to doing these things and harming themselves. Yeah. Especially the Money vulnerable people who just companies. do anything.
3: Yeah. yeah you're right that's, that's it's, it's true I feel, okay when it comes to childhood innocence I feel like it's just a very fine line like it's, it's very touchy sensitive subject because everyone has their own parenting style so what I might do mm-hmm. with my child Blanca might be like no I'm never going to do that do you get what I'm saying it, it's just it's all down to your own parenting style and I think yeah, it's just everyone's under, different yeah us being mindful and understanding that the world is changing it's evolving we have yeah. to adapt and adjust to the times. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: exactly feel, and let's get that it's that fine line sorry hurry on Kami I think like we need to. You also need to
3: remember like you need to have that moral compass. What is mm-hmm. it about you? Like your morals, your values. What are you going to instill in your children that you knew helped you to become the adult that you are, so that when they grow, exactly. up, they can also have that moral compass to come back to and know who they are. Sorry, Bianca, go on. Yeah.
2: Now I was just gonna say like it's also that fine line because you don't want to cut them off to the point that they they don't know how to be in society because everyone's exposed yeah. to different things. So you don't want to limit them. And equally, like, you know, with social media, there's so much advancements, like, with coding and other things that are actually quite positive Mm. for them to know. So you don't want them to be limited in in, in their understanding of things, but equally you want to safeguard them and not let them grow up Mm. too soon and retain their childhood innocence. Like, you know, these days, you don't really see many children even playing on their road with other children. They don't play out. It's just They don't don't play out anymore. Whereas for me, that was part of my childhood, was knowing all that so-and-so was down the road and, you know, you can just go for bike rides and stuff like that it's just not really Mm. something that happens anymore Um, Mm. I mean partly that could well be because obviously we know there's paedophiles there's people that are abducting children so
3: Mm. the
2: the world itself hasn't let them be children because parents are so worried that they just want them inside the house and to keep them happy inside the house let me give you an iPad so you can't win
0: there is one thing that I'll say just off the back of that actually Um, just because it's something that you you said um, the last thing actually the fact that mm-hmm. a lot of children are given things to placate them, um, like iPads and lots of other stuff. And I think mm-hmm. we can all attest to this. When we are growing up, the balance that we had between playing out, being able to actually read and
2: mm-hmm.
0: and have a conversation about what you have read. Um, the difference is, yes, the content that kids are consuming now is different to the content that we consume. But at the same time... Yeah. It's not that we didn't have screens around us, but we were able to at least have a a, a divide, a separation between, okay, now I've got a screen in front of me. Now I've got words in front of me. Now I've got other things in front of me as well, other people in front of me. And the socialization aspect, that helps form the whole child. Like the, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: being able to read, being able to play and being able to like watch. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We don't, all they're doing is watching. Watching and imitating. Exactly what James said. And mm. that's the danger of what we're seeing with the current state of child children now. They're just yeah. watching and imitating. Mm. Children, The are love
2: impressed. of reading has even gone, hasn't it? Exactly. We like, mm. used to read for pleasure. There used to be library challenges, read how many books you can. You keep your time I don't see any of that. I Barely. don't Barely. they do. Barely.
0: I don't what, think they what, what do. I don't... We, had we had library, library cards. In library?
2: That's true though. Libraries are closing down as well. So we're battling with that. Yeah.
3: yeah i used to love yeah. going to the library get out of yeah, like, my books what? yeah that would be my reading for the summer honestly yeah wow so i i i, going I to ain't,
1: ain't gonna it. lie i hate going to the library i'm not going <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> go to the library.
2: james get <laughs> out of <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. here you <laughs> and you hate the oh, library just go
2: has that changed or do you still hate it
1: now you know, do you know what uh, I, I read books on my on uh, my Kindle, so I don't really okay. Um, yeah, so I read. I read. It on that. I
0: have a Kindle, yeah. but I think I've used it twice. <laughs> That's about it.
2: I don't see
0: I
3: don't like reading books. I like the book. I yeah. need a physical book in my yeah. hand. I need to. I, I, I need to that. be in that book. Sorry, You see that
0: I, sense of completion what? as well.
3: Kindle, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, gives yeah. you that sense of completion. gives you see that because... sense of completion. Yeah
3: yeah no kindles man i'm not i mean it's good for the environment i guess but anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
3: okay well i mean let's just hope and pray that you know we we ensure that the kids that we take care of that are in our care you know that we they we maintain or we ensure that they have their childhood and enjoy every moment of it so that when we have our own kids one day they can also have a a childhood that we desire for them, a healthy, yeah. loving childhood where they can grow and just be who they are. So yeah, I guess on that note, until next time, class
2: is now out, not in session. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>